Hello, this is Leslie Garpa-Tenzer, and this is Law to Fact. In today's episode, I'm excited to speak with Kayla Molina, a 2L at the University of Oklahoma Law School and one of the best tweeters I know. We talk about law school generally, how to stay positive, and some tips she's learned by building an incredible Twitter community. In this episode, I speak with law student Kayla Molina about creating a supportive community through Twitter and just the law school experience generally. Kayla tweets under the handle at CanPanicNow. Her tweets are clever, very clever, and super funny, but they're also encouraging to law students. As a 1L, Kayla tweeted about issues that concerned her, creating a community beyond that of law school. As a first-generation law student, she took to Twitter to expand her community, and it's truly expanded, with lawyers, professors, and upper-level students all responding to questions like, what are the best blue book tips, to exactly what courtroom attire means, to just how to stay positive after finals. In this episode, we discuss how Twitter informed her law school experience. Her takeaway from all of this is roll with the punches. You're only in law school once and enjoy it. The key is to focus on the big picture. Whether you're new to Law to Fact or not, I want to remind you that all of our episodes are online and available at www.lawtofact.com. There's topics on everything that you cover in 1L Law School and also topics for second year law school like tax, wills, etc. And by the way, we've had a couple requests and we've created new podcasts just for you. So those of you who want to learn about subject matter jurisdiction, it's coming next week. Once again, it's time for my plea. If you could rate us or subscribe to us on any of the platforms on which you listen to us, or like us on social media platforms, I would really appreciate this. What keeps me going is knowing that I'm helping law students learn the law, and the more feedback I get, the more inspired I am. And as always, you can contact us. You can reach us at gmail at lawtofact at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at lawtofact. If you're listening to Law to Fact, chances are at some point you'll be taking the bar exam. Well, getting ready for the bar exam means you'll need to choose the study program that's right for you. Kaplan Bar Review will get you ready to take on test day with confidence by offering $100 off live and on-demand bar review with offer code LESLIE100. Visit www.kaplanbarreview.com today to sign up. And here's my discussion with Kayla Molina. Thanks for joining me. I'm thrilled to have you. And you are a 2L at University of Oklahoma. Yes. Well, and, um, and, you know, one of the things I like to do is to see what other students are thinking. And, and, and I was struck by your tweets, which actually one of my colleagues, Rachel Gervich, also I saw was very um, supportive and, and suggested people follow you. And the reason that I liked following you was that you would kind of put out questions that you had and see what kind of responses. And that's where you started. But, but besides that, you are incredibly clever. And even today you said... Uh, I'll quote reading the if you're quote reading the Constitution, tell them that you were reading it for the articles. <laughs> um, and then the blue book is a site C I T E for sore eyes or um, music copyright. Sounds like a lot of trouble. I, they're just so clever, and um, we'll talk a little bit about how people can follow you at the end. But I really do want to help students 
help students. And that's kind of the purpose of our discussion today. So what are some of the questions, we can kind of take them one at a time, if you like, that you put out there that you thought were particularly helpful and some of the responses that you got? Well, some of the most helpful ones range from very sort of mechanics of, of law school to mechanics of specific projects, like learning how to actually cite with the blue book. Early on, I had a lot of trouble learning you know, how to use the blue book. And so I put out a simple question like, um, where can I get some more blue book citation practice? And the responses were hilarious. They, uh, <laughs> they range from, don't do that. You'll get plenty of practice in practice um, to actually suggesting reading and reviewing law review articles um, to see how they cite and how it's different, what you can learn from them. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of very helpful responses in that way. Um, but then also things like how to stay positive, you know, like right after law school finals, I think most of me and my friends right after finals, we had this moment of great relief. Mm -hmm. And then what it felt like within moments, incredible anxiety, <laughs> just flipping <laughs> the page. So, um, those responses were fantastic too, from hobbies to family, just how do you dissociate that anxiety from, you know, being able to enjoy yourself, live your life, enjoy the holidays. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, and what, what made you take to Twitter to, to seek advice versus kind of, you know, finding three L's while you were a one L or, or things like that? Well, um, I'm a very introverted person. You are? I'm so shocked. I, I am. Oh my gosh. I'm, I, I really am shocked, yeah. Truly. Um, I am very introverted and I know everybody is really busy and I felt really bad about bothering them. So I originally got on Twitter as almost a, as an anonymous account mm -hmm. um, to sort of quasi vent, maybe tell a funny joke or something. And then it became much less anonymous. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. All right. So, so it's interesting. Like, so, so let's go back to the blue book citation because when students try out for a law review, that's something I tell them is to, that they should look at law review articles and kind of mimic them completely. And, and I do want to be clear that in the blue book, there's part of the blue book that's for scholarly writing and part of it that's for legal, you know, for courtroom writing. So you got to be careful what you're following, which part of the blue book, but do you ever find that people are not genuine or do you think everyone's like really out there to help you? I, I think everybody, well, not everyone, but <laughs> I think people are mostly genuine and they really care about this sort of the law students, these people entering the profession who are going to be their colleagues mm -hmm. one day. And they're actually going to have to also read their citations potentially <laughs> and trace their work. So I think not only are they incredibly kind and helpful and care, but also kind of benefits the profession overall. So I sort of think like it's a, it's like a self-helping cycle. <laughs> That, you know, that's a really good point. You know, you, you know why the bar is called the bar exam? Do you know why it's called the bar exam? No. Because it's a bar to becoming a member. You know, you have to pass through that bar. Seriously. And so, you know, I always talk about the idea that when you write for your bar exam, you want to write to people who know that they're going to let you be part of their profession. But I didn't think of it in terms of social media. So you bring up a really good point. Like, 
these people want you to succeed because they want to be proud of you as a member of their profession. And, and so, I, the, you know, there's law Twitter, hashtag law Twitter. I mean, it's a real legal community. Yeah, it is. It's, it's been an incredible community. I, when I first got on there, there were maybe one or two lawyers that they were just like very excited about um, 1Ls and that sort of unsure phase. They're like, oh, yes, we can mold you into, into this or that. And it's like, this is a profession of people very dedicated and caring about community development, including their own. Yeah. Yeah. People love to give back. I mean, everyone loves yeah. to give back or most people, I should say, love to give back. So yeah. now that you are a 2L, um, a less introverted <laughs> 2L, <laughs> what are some things you would want to tell your 1L self? I think I remember at this point, um, mid-September of mm -hmm. last year, I was already extremely anxious about grades. I was already extremely anxious about this weird thing called outlining and not really sure how to contextualize it all because I knew that rank mattered or grades mattered. But something that sort of, well, law Twitter and lawyers and professors sort of made me realize was that it's more about mastery of the material, kind of as if one day you're going to use this to help someone and that should take priority over your ranking and sort of keeping this, um, this long-term vision in mind versus these very short 15 or 16 weeks that you're sort of marathon running how to learn um, basic concepts. Um, but I think more than anything, just to uh, enjoy the process overall. Mm -hmm. Well, I love, I love the thought, you know, it's, it's, it's thinking more about why are you there than the grades and you're right. I mean, you know, the truth is the grades may matter to get that first job. If you want certain jobs, they don't necessarily matter to get every job anyway, but after the first job, they don't matter at all anyway. So I think that this idea that you said of, of, of why you're there will facilitate the understanding of the law itself. Right. That's what I started doing about October. I was just like, I can't control what anybody else does. I'm just going to try to focus on being able to actually use it in my own specific journey instead of, you know, apples to oranges comparing myself with other people. Right. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I mean, we are necessarily ranked, but it was also kind of like this soothing thought of, okay, well, I can just focus on what I'm doing versus what they're doing. And, and, and you know, the ironic thing is that that actually does help you with your studying and your grades, because what I like to say is every minute that you're panicking is a minute that you're not studying. So the calmer you can stay, the more you can study. Yeah, that's true. And for someone whose Twitter handle is can panic now, um, I could definitely <laughs> do with less panic <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> what was what was what question did you put out there vis-a-vis -vis law school that elicited that elicited the most surprising results? Let's see here. Surprising, I think. Well, the one that's always kind of closest to my heart was right in in con law. We read Korematsu um, and Dred Scott just in quick succession. And I was like, these, these opinions are incredibly powerful. And I asked people what opinions they like to go back to, because I feel like 
I'm going to go back to Dred Scott. I'm going to go back to Korematsu, you know, over my lifetime and just reread these opinions for just how, both how terrible, just how terrible they were. But then also the other, you know, beautiful opinions like Lawrence or Loving um, and kind of find and draw inspiration from those. But they came back, um, the people on Twitter came back with incredible responses and cases and explaining why they come back to these cases constantly um, from Gideon versus Wainwright. And, you know, there were like a lot of public defenders. They're like, this, this is the one that speaks to me and I go back to it. And it just like, it reinvigorates me when it gets hard. Um, or Cohen versus California was kind of a surprising one <laughs> for me. Um, or again, Korematsu, Loving, um, Dred Scott, these kind of incredible opinions that are just very wrong or just very right. Right. And I thought that that was sort of a, a powerful message of, you know, all we do is research and write <laughs> as lawyers and argue. And here are these incredible opinions that, you know, can maybe inspire, inspire you. Oh my goodness. I, that, I love that thought because, you know, having, having a law degree is really just a superpower because it allows you to affect change and it can be little change, like changing someone's, you know, property right from being not a homeowner to a homeowner. And it could be big change, like changing someone's punishment after a crime they committed, you know, um, you just affect change regardless of what you're doing. And I think that going back to opinions that you studied in law school that inspired you, remind you of the awesomeness of a law degree. And, and, and what I'm hearing from all of these, there's a theme running through your, your questions, which is what makes you happy that you became a lawyer? Would you agree with that? I, I definitely think so. I kind of want to get to that, that idea of, like what keeps you going and I think this profession is so unique in that you always have to be on top of your game because you're dealing with people's lives essentially and how do you how do you keep that motivation and that source of inspiration how do you stay excited about it yeah yeah, yeah no 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 that's great I mean it it, it is it is I mean would you say law school is your happy place <laughs> <laughs> It's more like the place if you watch that, but (laughs) yeah, I think so. I think there's a there's such a fine line between love and hate. I didn't realize before law school, but it's there. That's right. That's right. That's funny. That's true. (laughs) That's it. I love that. How do you think? I guess I have two other questions for you. One question is. do you find how, how has tweeting facilitated your own law school experience in terms of professionalism, job hunting, or any of that, or is it just kind of like your release? Well, it's it's definitely both because I've asked um, for tips about OCI um, on campus interviews. I've asked for tips about getting summer jobs and white lawyers or professors wish they had known before they started looking for those 1L jobs. Mm -hmm. Mostly the message was just find something you think that you'll enjoy or just really anything, which was kind of like a huge relief. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, 
but then to things like um, issues about sexism or racism or um, a, a very popular, not, I don't want to say popular, but a very frustrating topic on all Twitter sometimes is this requirement that women wear skirts or right. kind of debating these ideas of what, what is professionalism versus what just might be very old, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's a, actually, that is a big issue. I mean, especially with moot, you know, in moot court, that's a still today a big issue. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And um, I had a job before this, and it sort of shocked me, this dedication to saying, oh, this is just professionalism, and this is just what we do, versus some lawyers saying, no, take a stand and just don't do this. So, like, there, there are these very interesting sort of divides that I think when you're aware of them kind of help you um, navigate, but also maybe help justify you <laughs> and say, no, I'm not going to do this. Um, <laughs> uh, which has caused a little bit of controversy, of course. <laughs> I think it's amazing that you have to take a stand to not wear a dress in court. I mean, I mean, that's just crazy. Um, who, so, so who is you, who do you think follows you? Do you think it's mostly law students, law professors, um, uh, uh, practicing attorneys? Is it a mix? Do you have any sense of who's following you? I think it's mostly a mix. Um, I get a lot of interaction across the board. Um, so at the beginning of the semester, I kind of dipped in law students because I think we're all super busy. Right. Uh, but yeah, I really do think it's sort of a, a pretty even mix of law students, professors, um, and lawyers. And do you, by, by throwing out those questions, how has it helped your law school experience? I think it's helped um, relieve some of the uh, anxieties I've had. Um, you know, you always have these burning questions you want to ask, but you're too embarrassed to ask. And under the guise of being anonymous, <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, well, <laughs> at one time <laughs> um, that I could just ask and get these opinions and responses, maybe confirm what I was thinking or, you know, knowing if I should truly be nervous about something or if it was just in that moment, that sort of horde mentality of, you know, 1L panic mm -hmm. that we all kind of get and participate in. Right. Um, so I think overall that just helped me to contextualize it, but also a moment to uh, vent a little bit. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm curious when you talk about contextualize it. So your community is large, you know, most law students community is their law school peers. And you took yourself out of that community and put yourself in a much larger forum. And did that make you more comfortable or less comfortable? Um, in, and when I say that, did it make you more comfortable or less comfortable? Or I should say, did it make you more confident or less confident in the quality of the responses that you're getting? Once I, I started to know these people, I was pretty confident in their advice and their guidance. So I feel like I've got a pretty solid community of people since, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think I'm one of those accounts that you can just, you're just going to randomly look for. It's going to be people who are involved in 
law Twitter or appellate Twitter um, or just interested in law school in general. Right. Has anyone been mean to you? Um, I don't really pay attention to it. <laughs> if they are, I mean, it's the internet. It's fine. I, it, well, it's not fine, but there have been a few aggressive people, but it's mostly been very, a very positive experience. That's great. And, and would you recommend others do the same? Absolutely. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I always recommend, um, to my classmates, I'm like, please get on this. You know, it's a great, for those of us who um, feel like our networks are small, mm -hmm. um, I'm a first generation college student and, you know, I came into law school absolutely knowing, I think, one, one attorney and, you know, there's, whenever you enter into this world, it's like, okay, yes, it is an entirely new world and different world and I'm not really sure how to navigate it. Mm -hmm. So interacting with these people for someone who's kind of introverted and has trouble with networking events like I do, um, it was kind of like, oh, wow, well, I found, <laughs> I've actually found a way to interact with attorneys and kind of like learn the culture and that, hey, they're people too. Incredible. I never would have thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is very affirming. So that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Well, um, off topic, but what you how'd you spend your summer this past summer? Um, I RA'd um, for my legal research and writing professor, and I worked at the law library mm -hmm. at my school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what are you hoping to do next summer? I'm not sure. I'm, uh, I'm just not sure. <laughs> Has Twitter informed your job goals in any way? I think so. Um, I'm, I went into it sort of thinking that with a very narrow view of what lawyers did, I thought, okay, there's criminal and civil. I think I like the civil side. That's great. After interacting on um, Twitter, you know, you get to see lawyers who run the gamut from immigration attorneys to in-house general counsel, and it's like, wow, I mean, it's both expansive, but you also get to see through their venting <laughs> right. what their day-to-day -day sort of feels like and looks like, too. Wow. Wow. Well, this is, it's very interesting. All right, so, so I know that you've asked people on Twitter what their one piece of advice is. What's your one piece of advice for law students? I think the biggest piece of advice would just be to... Uh, to roll with the punches, just go with it. I mean, you're a law student once, hopefully. And, you know, it's, it's just part of your, this very, very long um, professional journey. And this is kind of your opportunity to think about the, the big ideas, get introduced to everything. I think it's an enjoy, should be an enjoyable as possible experience. You know, as you're speaking, um, I'm, I'm hearing this and it's just so refreshing because so many students are so stressed out when they're in law school. And I'm wondering if by putting yourself in this larger Twitter community versus just within the confines of your law school, it dilutes the anxiety because you're, it, it, you're not with people who are anxious all the time. Like you're in a kind of a bigger pool. Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, 
you have attorneys that whenever I make any kind of joke about anxiety, they're like, oh, just wait, or <laughs> <laughs> others who say, who, who will contextualize it and say, hey, you know, this is just part of that journey you've got to go through, or others will even engage and like be that sort of, you know, venting spout that you need, like, yes, this is awful, you have every right to be stressed out, okay, right. now go back to reading. <laughs> They will be back into shape. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has really been um, helpful and interesting. How, how do students find you on Twitter? Okay. The listeners, uh, the old listeners, yeah. <laughs> well, um, my handle is at CanPanicNow on Twitter. And yeah, just follow. Send me a message. <laughs> yeah. And I encourage you to follow her. If nothing, if follow, if follow you, I should say. If nothing else, I mean... They're incredibly funny. Even what you did with all the dashes and dots of the person walking down the steps. I mean, it's just, they're just so clever. I'm very impressed. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kayla, for taking the time to speak with me. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. That's my discussion with Kayla Molina. Again, you can find her on Twitter at, at CanPanicNow. You can find us at www.lawdefact.com. Best of luck on finals as they approach and have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Once again, a reminder that Kaplan Bar Review is offering you $100 off their live and on-demand bar review program. Just use Leslie 100 as your code when you sign on at www.kaplanbarreview.com. We'll see you next week on Law to Fact.